Hey everybody, it's John, and last week we left you with a cliffhanger. The good times were rolling at Carton Brewing as we celebrated Augie's birthday with Hillary of Rabbit Hill Farms and Evan of Plan B. The conversation was so good that we just kept going. So if you liked last week, here comes more of the same as we read a letter, drink more beers, and then hear some fascinating tales about meatloaf. We're picking up midstream with Mr. Watson asking the very important questions about Roush beer. And because we're all about synergy over here, we allowed it. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. John, what out of all, think? yes, sir. The I like what Evan turns it on us. Out of yes. all beers yeah. that you've been getting into, uh huh. Any standouts? You know, there's been some fun ones that have uh, that 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 have come up recently. I mean, obviously, what what Suarez is doing is just you know, stand to reason is just is just a lot of fun. And uh, Fox Farm and the camp is just you know, those are always fun to drink as well. But uh, out on the West Coast, I just recently had one from Von Ebert. Uh, out of Oregon, which uh, which I was really digging, and any of the ale varietal, of the ale variety, yeah, mm. smoky, smoky beer, ales. smoky ales. Oh. Well, I mean Alaskan porter, right? I mean there's there are some smoke porters. They just that are re-release out there. them, right? That's yeah, October it's, it's like an I now know about that. Somebody brought that on the on the on this podcast. Really? Remember, somebody no. brought an Alaskan porter on smoked porter, and I just you know, it's blacklist. It's it's a while ago because we were at Barcade. Okay. That's always a real. But I was like, beer. Jesus fucking Christ! And I've now, I now have a bunch of that in my cellar. But like, not only is it good, it's best at ten years old. Yeah. Right? So Augie, I just as a um, as a guy that loves tasting as a consumer. Things, yeah. No, as a, the <laughs> person that thinks about flavor all the time. Do you think there's a reason why uh, Roush beers lean towards lager over ale? So, I will answer that with I have no fucking idea. And I haven't thought about it, but. When we were out in Denver, but here it goes out. anyway. <laughs> He's gonna answer. Well, it. We, well, we were no, 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 no. But here's <laughs> the, the limiter on that. First answer is here's I the don't thing know. I've No, I'll Second answer. I'll answer it with what I do know, because I haven't really thought about that. But when we were out in Denver drinking Ashley's rock beer that Johnson. she made with Chris Johnson, um, and it was a perfectly clean. I think mm-hmm. she said like they decocted it. They did everything right. Like a, like a twelve week ferment. Like they really lagered the fuck out of it. But um, I love that you just went back to boat with all that other stuff in front of you. You know what? Best beer in the world. Best beer um, in the world. Anyway. Uh, so we were talking to her. And, and so I think I've talked about this on the show, so I don't want to retread an old tire. But in my mind, it's fine. Don't worry about it. They're so used to it. <laughs> you can tell she's a farmer. She still has a ringer on. I haven't had my ringer on in seven Hillary months. Like ran away when her phone went <laughs> off. Like, like that matters. We like used to record in Barcade, yeah. where the entire soundtrack. Most was we're trying Alex to get back to recording world. next right. to a popcorn. Yeah. Last time we did this, we were eating hot chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a funny one. Yeah, but Jeff, anyway, Jeff Cialetti one. was there, and he was like sweating out of the top of his yeah. head, he like which, it was which he does every day. Yes, that's also true. Stop. Anyway, um, but anyway, what I say was. When we were talking about it, I was like, what'd you do? How'd you do? Because it really was, what it was was pretty, which is not something I always assume a rock beer will be. Like, right. it was really lovely. And, and Ashley's answer and advice was that it was literally 100% smoked malt. Mm-hmm. 
and it was super subtly malty. And as a, you, you know better than anybody, when I, when I am, you brought her out. Uh, I did. Yeah. Who's is it? Ow. Come on, stop making me reach. Oh, sorry, dude. Oh, the seed. I love the seed. All right, I'm psyched. Um, anyway, um, but you know, so so in my mind as a chef, yeah. right? Because I'm always kind of stepping to this stuff from the the oh, saute man. station. When I'm like, all right, we want it to be smoky, but not too much smoke. So let's throw one bag or mm-hmm. let's throw one bag of peat and one bag of cherrywood smoke malt. You know, because that's how I do, and I'm not often. Hillary's not always custom smoking malts for us. Um, it could be. Well, we're working on it. But anyway, so uh, she's, and I was like, so in my mind, if you went past 20% of the grain bill being smoked, you'd be way too smoky. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it's that's, just going to be. That's an old kind of American brewer adage as well, I believe. But I, I think American you know mouth spirits for the longest time were smoked porters or, right. or ales. Fair enough. And and maybe there's so much kind of because we can make a stout without any smoke malt and get tasting notes of smoke because sure. of just what happens. And then Fitzgerald sure. Porter yeah. has a note of, yeah. of smoke. You know, it, it just happens from it's a little more iodiney than anything else, but yeah. But especially the way we stay out of the way of our water, I feel like it just flaunts the roastiness of stuff a little more. Sure. Um, but what I'm saying is, I was like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, it's a hundred percent smoked malt, right. and it's so not smoky you know what i mean like it's it's so lovely that that's the thing i learned so i don't i don't know why l's are lagers but that's the thing i've learned this year from one of the best brewers in america is if you're gonna make a smoke lager go all fucking smoked malt hmm. yeah 100 percent. well i mean that's well, also what dovetail does you know like they're like 97 percent smoke but malt that's not 100 percent. but the like they're but they're going <laughs> much further than a lot of people think that you should in the world of smoke you think shanker lager Right? I think yep. that's probably the most ubiquitous American interpretation, or, or, or not, I mean, Imported. Uh, American, American yeah. um, touch American. point yeah. of, for smoked beer. And Bamberg, you know, that, that's Bamberg. a tradition yeah. of just... But you know, you know, you know, we <laughs> had him tradi- on the show. Yeah, I do. And that but was a, that was a great said? one. All but about I loved the hell what he was, But I loved what he that was, was saying was... Question. So what he, what he said that was interesting to me, that, of course, you know me. Like, if you say I can't have it, now yeah. it's all I want to do is figure out how to get him <laughs> to sell me some malt. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. But what he was saying, I think the most important part of that episode was he's like, we don't malt kiln smoke. Right. We malt kiln over smoke. Mm-hmm. Over with wood. And what he's saying is when it's wet, the farm Fine. is popular look how, today. Look how busy. Literally, people are listening live and be like, get me that sweet, sweet smoke malt. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, um, you know what I mean? Like, like he, So he's saying that because when you start with it wet and you're using. You're talking about the German episode yeah. you did. No, no, no. All that, in that was John. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're talking about cold smoking versus. No, what I'm saying is when he when he's when he's drying. Coming. Yes. When he there's who? smoke involved. Shrinker lock. Okay, that was on our show. That was on this show. That's that was what I'm saying. Okay. Was said on this show that I thought right. was also Evan a thing to convinced. note here okay. of difference. And but when he phrases it that way, the difference of their smoke now makes different sense to me. Okay, you know what I mean like like that. That's how in the fucking grain that smoke level is. Is that when it was still moist from germinating, it was dried with smoke. Well, then when it was killed with smoke, you yeah. know what I mean? Not like hey, we smoked some grain. Fair yeah. enough. Well, I thought the most interesting, you'd asked about the Hellas, and that's a, that would play right into all this, is yeah. like, 
the Hellas, he had said, I believe, I remember, that it was because of the repitching of yeast that was contributing. Because Schenker La Hellas, even when it's canned at Be United or whatever, it has quite a bit of smoke oh, characteristic. Yeah. It's carrying over. And it, it's lessened, but it's still... But I, I love that. I, I don't know how much of that is true. I don't know. But it, I love that... None of it's true. It was on this show. <laughs> it was very confident. Not a bit of it was factual. My wife's calling me, too. Who's... Going on. It's Lauren looking for me, and, <laughs> and I'm not picking up. Lauren's calling everybody else who might be here. Why isn't he answering? My mom called. Lauren. I miss. I just missed a call from April. Did you really? Yeah. Is something happening in the must world be. right something now? Something must oh, no. be. Yeah, let's turn on CNN and just find um, out like what is. Yeah. Or or there's some kind of thing uh, like a BAC thing that's connected to our loved ones. <laughs> that's it's like Bluetooth Danger. BAC. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. That is technology Interrupts. that never needs to exist. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is years and years and years of being me and telling people not to try. Nobody's called me. <laughs> She's called me twice though. Uh -oh. I just saw 18 texts. Yeah, but it's your uh, birthday. Do you want to take a break and call? No, that's all good. Because she will listen to this. Oh, there I will mean, be evidence that you ignored uh, that course. call. Of course. Right. The thing that's most <laughs> important is my wife. Away, that's right? right. She's so important to me that I'm sending her to voicemail where she can really just yeah, let just, her thoughts expand. You know, yeah, exactly. She doesn't I will have get the opportunity to back up 15 <laughs> seconds and recontemplate what's just been said so that I truly get the magnitude. All right, so now we're drinking. This is a collaboration between The Seed and Tonewood. That uses yes. your malt. Have you yes. brought this on here before? It's called no. as simple Ooh, it's as signals. They just signals. released it last weekend. As simple as signals? Question. As simple as signals, like smoke signals. Probably. Okay. So right now I've got like so this is Bugs smoke. Bunny dressed as a Native American in my head, sending smoke signals that actually spell out letters. Right, you got to be Man, careful. That is. Why do I have to is, be careful? That's like on Disney kidding. Plus where they're putting the, uh, you know, there are Ooh, some nice, there are some things from the era that were culturally insensitive, which they were. And they're changing their guns for walkie-talkies. So this is so. Um, what smoke we'll is this? A this cherry one, one? Is, no, Did you a, smoke a, this? Yes. Nice. So there's. A, I'm, I'm getting a. I'm getting a look ahead at at Austin. Well, you're beer. getting a different smoked malt. So this one is smoked over mulberry wood, and the one that Austin. They should have ordered. called it monkey chasing the signals. Well, but then you would have like maybe sent them something. No, there's no way that's a CRD. That's genius. And clearly praise. Monkey chases the. Monkey chases the signals. Smoke rings. Monkey chases the signals. Anyways, what kind? It's a rush. <laughs> it's a rush tribute over beer. Applewood. Nice. Yes. Which I think I like, since I like apple. It's sweet, sweeter. Well, it's a sweeter wood. It yeah, is. Applewood's got you know, goes with pork. Yeah. What doesn't go with pork? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I hate to is. be a bacon meme, but come the fuck out, man. Pork is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a, a, a? Is there like a certain? standard wood you're using to smoke malts, Hillary? No. So we try to stick with things that are locally available to us. Okay. So we grab peach or apple wood from an orchard that's around the corner from us. And then any wood that is actually on the farm. So we can do oak. We can do beech wood, but we don't because that's so no, AB. commonly available. Yeah, C and D. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mulberry, you, you, you crab use apple. to age, not to smoke. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It's, everybody it doesn't knows even, that. It doesn't everybody even knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> it doesn't you only it. use so it instead of lava rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's got so much yeast on it, it never catches on fire. You know? <laughs> um. So we try to stick with stuff that's local to our farm. Yeah, that's So great. that it's not, I don't know, trying to replicate someone else's flavor and is more of what we can produce from, from our own And specialized. How much property. can you do at a time? 
only a few hundred pounds. Yeah. So oh, and we're we're cold beer. smoking, so we're doing that process where we kiln it and we take finished malt and then we put it in a smoker box and off, you know pipe wood heat, stove yeah, smoke. But I'm contemplating. So we recently put a new kiln in, Ooh. and I'm contemplating taking the old kiln outside and making it just a smoking kiln. John yes. is so excited. I'm just waiting yes. for like how just, much. Just so you know, you, know you, should, you should think about that. How much effort I want to put in. You should that. think about yeah. that. But I I'm going to strongly really suggest Listen, the smallest know, bit of market research. I know. Yeah. Being a guy who's done <laughs> yeah. things that John make John yes. Hall happy a lot, yeah. they never sell. Yeah, they never sell. Uh, <laughs> canoe. This was the summer of cream ale, and canoe sold out so fast because you made so little that uh, <laughs> I got one six pack of it down at LBI. You're and welcome that for that it. six no, pack too. Wonderful. I had to mail delightful. that to you to make sure you didn't miss it. Uh, I paid for delivery, but yes, it was. Uh, yeah. It was I'm a very good beer. Yeah. I once had like a. Was but a, wait, hang on a second. Okay. What I was going to say, John, to just so you was, know, part of I know that an entire Facebook group that will come down and help you physically move your kiln outside. outside. Just simply, for and they're all willing yeah. to buy yeah, one I'm can each, just so they can post it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is not a brewery make. Yeah, but then you, trade the, but then you trade the. You other un- you understand that if you took everybody on your this week in Ralph beer Facebook page, yeah. and all the Ralph beers they buy a year, yeah, you'd have an out of business home brewer. Sure. Okay. Like yeah, this is why I don't own a brewery. <laughs> it People are like, you ever going to own a brewery? It's like, no, I know Augie Carton and Evan Watson. Like, there's no reason <laughs> for me to ever. That's good enough <laughs> evidence <laughs> right there. Man. I'm the kind of guy who can get Evan yeah. Watson to play my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. We're not. That's going to be edited out, right? No, nope. it isn't. Nope. He won't even know gonna, I said it. He's going to ride that up. Yeah. Um, I had once had a crazy. Well, I, all my ideas are a bit on that spectrum but of a retirement plan of smoke you know i love scotch Do you? In- insert jokes there. Do you? Uh, giant strawberry yeah. beard to my but life. you know that's 100 percent peat smoked malt <laughs> yeah. grist right yeah. so similarly 100 percent smoked malt and i i thought it would be you know why aren't there american iterations with american hardwoods like cherry and peat and maple peat's the issue well no the american 100 <laughs> percent american like cherry wood smoked malt whiskey aged in a cherry wood barrel because at the beginning when i was having my cooper create the barrel or the 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 bigger thing the thing that we made our beer in he was making sugar maple barrels he was making cherry wood barrels he was using (laughs) a a lot of different so hit rewind one hour and talk about when evan realized how hard it is to keep wood tight i think we're seeing the beginning of this lesson well (laughs) i mean he's still i have i have a friend uh that runs a distillery and i spar every once in a while that uh (laughs) that did use some of the the sugar maple barrels and some of the alternative wood barrels but i had an idea of making you know and these they were small barrels but making 100 percent grist whiskeys and then aging in those respective barrels and it had a portrait of that particular farm it's completely uneconomical and, re- well, and really <laughs> yeah. probably uh, stupid but no i think it's a genius idea i will definitely i don't know financially if, back it i mean I, i'm like sure there are things. whiskeys in the states that are all 100 percent cherry wood smoked malt and stuff like that i i but then There's also a labeling problem. So, uh, like, right now they're considering what the definition for American single malts will be. Okay. Um, but you can't label something as an American single malt right now. Huh. So I think that's on the agenda for TTB to decide. Yeah, but okay. it could but be. It's just a process you thing. You could call it anything. All right, that words. won't let it out. Yeah. No, no, no. They, but they should know better. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, Hill Rock They're literally letting... Eric Ruta put dehydrated ice cream. I don't think they're letting which him do that. Way, I, <laughs> I think, I think they just don't way, know. No. Fair enough. <laughs> who, who is Eric Ruta? He's uh, your best friend, buddy. He's my friend. Okay. You love Eric. But anyway, 
Um, but yeah, I was by the days. Like, I put ice cream in my beer. I was like, I literally did that six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, they. Uh, but if they're if they're cool with that, how can saying, "Hey, I only used one malt," like the thing is single malt, right? Because they're thinking scotch. They think, "Oh, you're going to convince people it's scotch, and it's not scotch, and we can't have that." Like an Appalachian. If we we just got to come up with our own word, which is only a malt, and just make that the term. They're like, "Oh, that's fine." I mean, it, I don't. But think they're it hung matters. up on the fa- no. But they, but they always get for hung what up. I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. No, because she's talking about. You the doesn't, but it, it becomes malt. hard to label it and then market it, which is actually important in the production of not whatever you're show. making. I understand. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah, obviously, that's look not at who you're talking. Yeah, but outside of this, I know. Bubble, but outside no, this of this yeah. conversation right, right, right here, yeah. you have to be able to label it as something that people can understand and sell it and so people are familiar with what single malt is and if you can't label it as american single malt then they don't know what it is because it says like 10 other words that are hinting at american single malt but that's like the method traditionnel yeah Yeah, any of the appellations kolsch yeah kolsch is when nobody talks about or thinks about but it says right on the side of those gaffle cans you're not supposed to be calling this kolsch if it isn't here right and when you carefully don't call your beer a kolsch even though you use Kolsch yeast, they still yell at you for not being Kolsch yeast. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this tastes like a boat. Hey, what hey, the fuck? Hey, birthday board, do we have a letter? Um, I bet you we do. All right. So, so we're going to keep call talking. Justin? I did. <laughs> Dearest. Don't you Aki. have access to the. Uh, oh, the you have access to the Steal This Beer podcast. Hold on. I can do the Steal This Beer podcast. I never do, but hold on. I know. This is Look, fun. Look, STB General. All right. Uh, Sylvia F. Uh-huh. Wants us to sell fan merch through T Public. Oh, sure. Ooh, okay. Twitter is making us aware that Katie Perla shared something about book your the. Okay. Mm. Well, Katie Perla, is, she has her new book coming out with Raza, the pizzeria in Did Jersey City. Did we already City. do Matthew Barry European beers in cans? No. I think we did. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Matt. You know I don't usually like to say your last names, but I was looking at a list of emails. Uh-huh. So, Kennedy, my man. My man. Okay. I love that you actually just pulled a letter up on your phone. This is fun. Well, the word, the thing you did yeah. is because my phone thinks I'm looking at mail, my f- my watch started vibrating like a motherfucker because 97 <laughs> emails just loaded. So, the whole time I've been talking to it, ignoring this constant buzz in my left wrist. Anyway. Yeah. This, this, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is how you multitask. All right, so Kennedy, my man. So after the episode with Bob Sylvester, did uh-huh. we have Bob Sylvester on the show? We did. He's the curmudgeon from St. Somewhere. Oh, I love him. I know mm. you do. He's fun. That was a fun episode. You know you have to get on the show. I swear to God, this isn't me and my BAC. He said, you know you have to get on the show some European brewer known for brewing a classic style and put it in a green glass bottle, i.e. Brasserie Dupont. Yeah, let's get Dupont. On Obviously, yeah. Kennedy, Easy. fucking stop yeah, failing, get, dude. Why don't we have the just owner just of yeah. Why don't we have the owner of Brasserie Dupont leave his villa in the French yeah. Isles and come join hey, us for an episode? I'm pretty here. sure it's just yeah. Michel yeah. Dupont. By the way, thank you for taking your helicopter down. Yeah. Michel uh, Dupont. Uh, yeah. Michel Dupont. Yeah. Dupont. Dupont. Right. Anyways, yeah. obviously, obviously, the question for them <laughs> is, what do they think of someone else putting their beer into a can for sale in the U.S.? If you cannot get such wow. a brewer on steal this beer, so he knows Kennedy. Yeah. You could get this far. <laughs> Can you forward this email to John Hall oh, at, at Beer Edge, Edge. Or, or to, to make, make Augie, Augie happy, happy? John Hall at edgelord.com. It's underscore. It's, it's John underscore. Hall at edge yeah. underscore lord.com. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, That's, That's well trolled. You could have just opened so Good job, Matt Barry. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel, so, I had, so here's the thing. So when I are we, we going to get our I first can of Plan blind. B beer? 
Yeah. Well, that, that's that the question. My question. That's that the is. Question. That's Did a, you know this letter existed? That's a good. No, I really didn't. But like, it's a good question. We I can stepped answer it in a great easily. way. Yeah. I yeah. love that my iPhone just did. Literally that. never. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Really? Literally never. Here's you know who also said that? No. Jim I, Cook wait, and wait. Sam Keller. I, I have a fr- I have a friend who can just Bury put a canning ground. line right on the farm outside. <laughs> His I wish name. he had. I wish he had a wedding. I could play music. <laughs> um, Do you want me to load you a guitar? But I did have Cezanne Dupont on Monday in a green glass bottle and in the 16 ounce can so i have uh, some recent experience with that and i don't that's not really what the question you pour it into a black left <laughs> no god damn but it. it is there there are it's drastically different you know yeah. like saison dupont in a in a can to me tastes it's closer to like una brew beers like closer way more estuary like way more and saison dupont in that glass bottle is a little light struck it's 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 more whatever light struck you know uh, re um <laughs> utilizing hop oils or whatever's happening in light strike is making something that seems grassy it seems saisonny there is there is like a, a parallel thing with the intention and then you know the chemistry of a green bottle that makes it taste like a field and that yeah. really was from a without getting into very specifics like the broad difference was one tasted like yeah. like whatever fr- uh, french belgian saison should be and what we think about it and the other one tasted a bit just estery just just like um but so you know, obviously, closer to a bond, obviously uh, part of what you're saying here is what's in the can is what goes in the bottle it just hasn't had that the bottle that maturation you gotta let the light in brother. but that is but that is and oxygen such a yeah, quintessential so, yeah. part of experiencing that beer and to your point i did this beer tasting not too long ago where i sent a bunch of beers out to people including Cezanne Dupont and cans because i was like oh this is exciting yeah like this is this is something new and one of the guys on the call was drinking it and said uh, i've never had this beer before i'm really excited to try this i've heard such good things about it and i asked him afterwards i was like so so what do you think he's like it, it, it was okay yeah and i i can't help but wonder if his first experience with dupont out of a green bottle would have been Wow, this is actually really good because there is there is that thing. But that said, on the that other side, right, of wait, let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you both a question. Sure. Primarily, Evan. Yes, I am available to do your online beer drinking events. <laughs> Goes without okay. saying. Yeah, of course. Goes without saying. I've <laughs> seen you at my online beer drinking events, and all you do is get me drunk. Why oh, is that for? Oh yeah, no, that's for free. You for should me. pay me for it's that. Fun, it's fun I know. For me. Yeah. Well, I'm getting paid. And yeah. this yeah. next mystery guest, Augie Carton, is somebody else you drink too much beer. Oh, everybody's drinking boat. You I, all suck. Today I, was going to be the boat free day. I love doing. I was the doing mystery all something nice today. Patreon things. All anyway, right. So anyway, back to it. Back to it. Um, do you think if we were all sitting somewhere in Brussels right now? Yeah. At a bar with 97 specifically labeled glasses, and we drank Cezanne Dupont keg. I yeah, I've got to go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is getting me excited. Well, you, well, <laughs> you can go because you know what I'm asking you. Well, but then the kegs should taste like you're saying the cans taste. So, so here's the thing: uh, like 2019 or before, you know, we, there's no way of telling time anymore yeah. in terms of years. <laughs> no, but um, back back in the older BC, olden days and we emily AV and i went up to do uh, the a- bc and av before covid and after, after vaccine <laughs> emily and i went up to do a festival at chambly the the beer festival in chambly where unibrew is emily is the call he's ignoring right now <laughs> no, no nope he's okay. not um no i you, know. you are the worst 
But we were, we were. I want the thieves to know who we're talking it's about. One of, okay, it's one of the biggest festivals in Another Can- marriage Canada. Another ruined by Augie Carton. TM. It's, Twenty-seven. It's this. It's this huge like four-day festival, and there's like tens of thousands of people that go. It's one of the biggest festivals in Canada for craft brewers. But they they invited us to speak, but not to pour because it's only Quebecois. You know, it's that that feel. Quebecois. Yeah, it's only Quebecois. breweries yeah. not outside of Quebec, right? And, uh, you know, and all of them took me around because they spontaneous beer was illegal in Quebec up until 2013 or something like that. So fucking FDA. So now, but they, but the, yet they have the, like yeah. rabbit riette sitting on the <laughs> shelf, but I don't know. Once a six-year-old foie gras, <laughs> yeah. jump right in. Just sit hot in the bodega. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, they took me around all the cool spontaneous beers, all the lactose sour beers, and all I wanted was a, uh, was a Le Fin du Mans or a Trois Pistoles, like, because it starts right at the Unibrew uh, brewery there and so I went in and Emily and I kind of escaped and we went to have lunch and there was there were 10,000 people in this festival not a table full at the Unibrew brew, uh, beer uh, the brew pub and I sat down and I ordered a, a pint of Le Fin de Mont, which was 500 mils great idea or 20 <laughs> ounces it was a 20 ounce glass sure. um, keg kegged it's Le Fin de Mont. just me and no. And by the way, that just went into cans, which means my showers are going to get very dangerous. Um, put that together. But you do the I math. I got you. I got you do you. the math. I got you. I got you. I understand. And I will help Emily install chair rails in your okay. shower. Okay. <laughs> that poor washcloth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> that pint was my favorite beer of the year. And perhaps, you know, there's the inclination of the drug of, al- of ethanol. Yeah, maybe, maybe that helped. But it was beautiful. It did. It Being wasn't. Who ab- brings me 2.6 beers that I endure. How it, did that one go down in a pint? It wasn't obscured. <laughs> like that beer is all, if you know that beer, it's, it's, it's high phenols. It's yeah. all eth- ethanol. It's high, like uh, banana and, and pear and all those kind of estuary ferments of that type of yeast. But on draft, it was so soft and smooth and beautiful, and it lacked that refermentation, which was really nice. And I will say it was my favorite experience with that beer, a beer I love and kind of got me into beer. But um, to answer your question, I guess. For a change. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It, it's, you know, having that experience, and anytime you get to go to a place and have that beer at that place, it's going to be better without a doubt, and it's going to be different. But when we're talking about packaging beer and sending it across a goddamn ocean, right, that we make the biggest deal out of that one guy went over this side, you know, 500 years ago or whatever, and this side, when that happens, things change. And if you're able to have a package that's, that, bring something else to the experience by the time it gets there you know that's the pro- you know the hard thing with these cans and hazy ipas and stuff it, they just don't last and all the beers i make can sit on a shelf they can go to copenhagen they can go to korea and they're going to be uh, an impression of the farm um and i think that 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 style of packaging reconditioning in the bottle green glass it does have the older it is the more interesting it becomes often Okay. So I think it, it's if it's yeah. if you're not going to have it there on out of the you know in a 20 ounce mug at the spot, yeah, having it rebottle conditioned and sitting on a shelf for a long time is not a big deal. In fact, sometimes yeah. it adds to the okay. to the experience. So you're saying that were you there in the space, the ceremony of the keg might make you overlook everything you hated in the camp. If you're at Saison DuPont, if you're at the DuPont Brewery, Brasserie DuPont, well, no, you're sitting there, you're experiencing it. Right? French fries and Belgian beer is a thing, and it's a bar yeah. thing. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, am I the only person who, when they go over to Brussels, only, am I the only person who, when they go to Brussels, is like, no, 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 let's just go to a bar, drink all of the beers, and eat their fries? I ain't never been there. Really? Uh, let's go right now. Okay. It's my birthday. Lauren won't yell at me. Let's absolutely I'll be like, Evan and I decided. <laughs> oh, no. It was passport time. I was <laughs> supposed to be there last week, and I'm bummed that I wasn't, but I was also happy to be with Hannah for Halloween. Aww. But either way. Dude, um, you can't miss the Halloween. No, you can't you know miss the me. Halloweens. There's only like three things uh, I take seriously, and they're all babies. I'm going to disagree with you about the fries and the frites at the bar itself, though, where I like being at one of the pubs like in and around Brussels, having a couple of beers, and then finding a chip shop. And then, like, eating them on the street. You like, don't go to uh, England in, enough. I, we're, those are two different countries. Let's go right now. Hey, Augie, let's go right now. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> call, up, call up the chat. Nobody's, yeah, no, nobody's yet figured out that I've changed careers. My credit card works everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but no, what I'm saying is oh, that chip shop thing is a thing. But if you go to, if you go to like, br- best beer in the world. If you go to Bruges, if you go to Bruges, Bruges is better than Brussels, by the way. Fuck you, Brussels. But if you go to Bruges and just sit in any pub, they have all the beers, all the glasses, and good French fries. And it's fucking... (laughs) As Sean throws another slice of manchego into his face. Hey, man. Yeah, you're I getting skipped in the breakfast room. for this. But I, I, I guess I don't you know what I made him do. He was eat breakfast with me. I was like, this, this day is fraught with disaster. We <laughs> yeah. need corned beef hash right That's now. That's right. Yeah. So I took him down the street for some corned beef hash. Nice. I know you're just rubbing it in on John over there, but but I guess in conclusion, at least for me, if you're there, if you're at the spot, get it on draft. In conclusion: Mono means one, and rail means rail. <laughs> <laughs> John, just to be clear, we've clearly stepped into the wonderful boundary of a two-parter. Oh yeah. yeah. I need you. T- I need you yeah. because it's my birthday. Yeah. I don't have to do this. I need you to read an introduction to part two. Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll find a part. And we're gonna yeah. open part two with a discussion of kegs versus cans versus bottles. Yeah. Are we still going? We yeah, dude, we're not stopping. Well, for why would a, we stop? For, this for this no, so no to be fair, there's a sweet now. spot right now. There's a sweet spot right now. All right. Where this was the whole intention of the podcast was we're literally talking about beer. Yeah. I think I'm okay. All right. Let me check my text. (laughs) Do you need to go? Do you need to go mash in or something? You are brewing today. (laughs) I I want you all to see that. I want you all to see quickly. I'm going to move to the other mic, so I'll be off. But you guys look at the shoe wear each of us wore for our collaboration at my brewery. Yes. Yeah. Augie is wearing brand new on kicks, and Evan is wearing his brewer boots, as you do. And just so you know, in reality, the two of us will do the same amount of brewing today. One of us is lying to people. But Evan is ready to yeah. go. <laughs> Evan was like, and, and every year Evan does make himself do something, so he's done something. Once it was trying Dude, to the, blow up my whole brewery. Okay, but that year too, I did. <laughs> I got here to mash in everything. <laughs> yeah, very early, and then we made some really okay. good choices along the way. <laughs> I, I bet we've told that story, time. right? I don't think we have. I don't tell your story. Oh, okay. I That's tell fine. our stories. This one, I was so comatose in my own bed. I didn't know you drove to the brewery at 4 a.m. to save the brewery from yourself. I you love want to tell him what you did? I love if... <laughs> this you want to tell what like, you did when you brewed This is how like Paul Bunyan stories get started. Start. Like anytime I hear Augie, and I listen to the podcast, and anytime I hear Augie start talking about me, whatever it is, is... Yeah, Paul so Bunyan. So much better than yeah, the one really you happened. Go, you go cold yeah. for, for just a minute? Yeah. <laughs> I was saying on the last episode of Sealers Fair, I was like, you can hear me fall in love with Evan. In episode 12, when he tells me about how he makes beer. Right. And, then, just and, then, right and then it was like, 
right in Barcade. Right in Barcade. See, this, this is why. Now, now we got to pay why, for this episode. I know. That's the thing. This is you why I wanted to keep song. going with this episode, though, because it's rude if I'm like, hey, Evan, can you just start singing? But I know. But I know that if we just keep recording. We cannot afford. We cannot afford Evan singing. Don't sing. Actually, sing Evan Watson music. Sing Evan Watson music, and I want to see where I have to send the check. Yeah. I've never understood. Right now, right now, I'm watching a whole a whole Hulu documentary. You're gonna get us in trouble. No. Um, I've been watching a Hulu documentary on um, uh, not documentary, a Hulu fictionalized history of um, the Wu Tang Clan, and part of it is them learning record contracts. And I've always understood that I don't understand record contracts, and they're probably terrible. Oh, simple, yeah. But this sell your soul <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for exposure. It's yeah, literally the first yeah, exposure contract for your entire artistic expression. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I would love if you sang enough of it, Evan Watson, song for us to get you read by the BMG contracts by the dashboard. I'd love to see who I owed money to, and if you got any of it. No, I don't. Fuck those musicians don't get money. So no, they don't, right? No. Not so especially right. not RZA. So that con- that con- that comment haha something nice (laughs) have a little more of that sweet 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 something nice so i feel like the same way that people think the way that i interact with alex kid i do this with you all the time because i am smitten that you used to open up for meatloaf and i think in my mind that that is the coolest thing but i i just kicked something nice Thank you. Thank you. That, thank you. That's not how that conversation works. But I love that you opened up for Meatloaf, and every time that you're on the show or that you come up, I feel like I'm mentioning one of his songs just in just like this. Slide just it in to in tease it out of him. Just Easter egg. The, this subtle yeah. nod to to I, you and your music career. Yeah. I don't, and yeah. hanging out with Mr. Loaf. Dude, Here, here's the fun understanding of Augie's brain. Evan's only ever sang music in my backyard yeah. with my children. Yeah, he's, he's protective <laughs> right. of that. There's something the, very uh, funny when he talks about his real jealous. music career. I'm like, shh, <laughs> your pretty face. <laughs> I'll give you a guitar later and you'll sing to me. You're like the bad episode of Fantasy Island where you're actually chained to. Or what's the, what's the, what's it's that? It's the what, Sisyphean rock experience. What, what's that yeah. bullshit sing, uh, action sing movie sing where King Elton John is on an sing island? Sing King with, Midas um, to Augie all night. That's it. That's all hey, you I'm get. I'm okay with that. What's, I want, the, I want what's the movie where Elton John version. is held captive on an island with robot dogs? I don't know. Shut up. There's <laughs> uh, a movie. You'll never. This is Alex Kidd's podcast. It's a James Bond movie. You'll, you'll never die twice. I don't know. Some non-existent. No, Julianne, Julianne Moore is in it. There's a. Mo- Julianne Moore wasn't alive when Fantasy Island was on. <laughs> there is a movie. I, sw- I swear to God, this is not the carton beer kicking in now. Thank you so much. Look Hey, hey, Zoe. Zoe, the tasting room manager and uh, the actual real force behind Carton just walked in because we're doing a podcast right now. Uh, do you know a movie with Elton John and she Robot Dogs it. and Julianne Moore? Is this an animated film? Are you talking about no, Blue's no, no, Clues? No, 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 it's, no. Bluey is what I'm talking <laughs> about the other, last week. There was a whole part of the last like, thing where he told us awesome. I know. Is Bluey awesome or not? No, don't do it. I don't do, do it. not watch Bluey. They owe us money. You're advertising. Okay. All right, there's a, there's a movie. Like right in to steal this beer podcast at right, gmail.com go and tell me the movie that I'm talking about. And when about. Zoe's done putting a new keg of something nice on, yeah. talk to her. Okay. Well, I was going to say, yes, sir. when I, I'll just indulge it to hear, when I <laughs> first started working with Meatloaf and yeah. I'd worked with a bunch of different folks and a, a, um, a different, a bunch of different food names, yes, musical bunch, artists. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of large uh, Italian uh, communal dishes. <laughs> 
Um, Are there other musical acts named after food? I'm sure there's a cover band that's like uh, right? Penne yeah. Vodka. There's like a cover band. I don't think so. Um, I mean, there's Spoon. I was going to say, oh, okay. named after food? Wait, yeah. What's the question? Yeah. Are, yeah. Are there other musical acts that are named, named after, after food? For sure. Uh, it's going to take me a sec. But I was going to say, honestly, and there are many, many stories. The Beatles. People people eat Beatles. That's true. Yeah. yeah. People do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, John. <laughs> That's so, what a weird. You, first of all, you went to the biggest band, like the the. The sure, band. People, the yeah. only, if there yeah. was just one band, it's the Beatles. Yeah. And you try to push in. This is journalism, guys. You try to push in that some people it's eat Beatles. Yep, I'm, cre- I'm creating the narrative. Yeah. 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 You see how much more Some people fun eat butthole surfers, too, but you didn't hear me say that, right? Um, anyways, when I met Meatloaf, yeah. he was the crazy, he was easily the most unstable, crazy person I've met in my entire life until I met Augie. <laughs> I, I saw where you were going yeah. with it, and it's yeah. just you just, I do, you just turn into the skit at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I do have I do have many many uh, preposterous meatloaf stories, but he was he had you know I loved him and he and he uh, recorded one of my songs and did actually has he passed away? No, you're talking about him in the past tense. You guys just don't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. A little falling out. But, uh, he's like I try to call him and he's like oh, let me sleep on it. <laughs> I'm like. He's like, I'll give you an what answer. What did you guys do morning. to Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just calls me back. All right, Augie Carton, you have a deep musical knowledge uh, uh, on various genres. What are other bands named after food? Named after food. Um, we've already covered the Beatles. There's definitely bread. Um, Squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> Hey man, there's people who eat squirrels. Yeah, I wrote you. Um, I wrote you in a recipe. Suit, suit, Ryan. Also nuts. Ryan. No, that's no. That was that was cherry popping. That's a whole. That's a fine young cannibals. That's just people eating people. Not wrong. Um, there, there is a 1980s heavily produced precursor of the um, Pearl Jam. Spice that girls, sounds edible. The Spice Girls, who are definitely food names. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, Poison. But there was a song, Poison. I Eat Cannibals. Um, Spice Girls is a food band. Um, Speaking of which. Like, what else? I've done three. How many do I need to get to? I don't know. I don't, I don't think Spice Girls. much better at this but, but, than but, we are. But would Meatloaf... Meatloaf is probably... Fish? Ah. Uh, with a pH. Yeah. How do you, what, what's how, the pH? How do you spell it at home? <laughs> what's yeah. the pH? Yeah, what's the acid level yeah. in your sea bass? You're talking about in your Chilean sea bass. You're talking yeah. less than seven <laughs> pH. Um, yeah. But is there is there another band or musical act that is better known for being named after a fruit than meatloaf? Fish, for probably. Sure. Yeah, but wrong spelling. Um, you know he spells it M E A T L O P H. It's meatloaf with a P H. Yeah. <laughs> Super soft. Let's, um, get, let's get him on the show. That would be. You know, no. I, here, there's a quick. I mean, this is. No. I'll do a quick story. I'll do one quick one. All right. About meatloaf. Better be about beer. I, want, no. I, I can no. incorporate it. But Does I, he go by loaf? He goes no, by he calls meat. him meat. He yeah. calls him meat. Have you never had this happen? No. It's really uncomfortable. He's like, so there I am talking to meat. I'm like, that's no. like you from your Hollywood days where you're like, well, me calling and Bobby, people by their names. Me right. and Bobby De Niro. I've never I called never Bob Bobby in my life. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby and yeah. Sandy Bob? and I were hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Go for that's it. Just Bob. Who's Sandy? Regale us. <laughs> Who's Sandy? I don't get it. Duncan. 
I really no. Wow, are you a Evan weird seventies child? I mean, I was I was going <laughs> Evan, for, for, Evan for you, me, Peter Pan, I, I, and the taxi. I can tie it into beer. All right, now you can talk. If you tie it into beer, I'll tie it into beer. So. I don't talk about this often, but I was on the old television, you know, the voice television show on the old NBC. And um, is this what I would call YouTube? <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't <laughs> know. And I was uh, when I was there, I was sequestered in a hotel room for 30 days. Right. And um, they didn't let us go get booze, but we could sign out every once in a while. And you'd go get, you know, you know the grocery store. Right. And I would, uh, I got all the stuff from the grocery store and came back and started making hooch in the in <laughs> you immediately. You were making Bruno in a holiday. So in. I start, So in the meantime, Emily, this is right at the beginning of Plan B Farm Brewery. Emily's eight months pregnant and sh- she's brewing some of the beers. I'm sending her recipes constantly to get approved by the TTB. And as a joke, I send her um, uh, this this re- you know I got lemons. I got a a five-gallon container. Pineapple to, juice. And I got uh, raw honey and fruit, and I was making this wine. I got San Pellegrino bottles, and I put them in the bathtub, <laughs> and I got the labels off of it. I was just making hooch, right? And I, as a joke, I sent Emily the recipe, which is no, no things that right. exist in beer anyways, and I called it Pruno Mars. And she submitted it to the TTB. Pruno Mars. And they approved yourself for that. They approved it. <laughs> it is a literal approved recipe, Pruno Mars, because I was on the board. Now we got to make but, that. <laughs> now we got to make that. Anyways, so part of this, the meatloaf. <laughs> thing yeah. was just you're like uh, i think you nailed get it him i'm on the so show? proud of you yeah. so we get can we get pruno mars on the show so yeah. i i uh i'm getting this is all i feel like <laughs> i'm just being arrogant and no. but I, I was i was being interviewed by carson daly right who's carson daly yeah listen, the, listen this is not something this is not yeah, a that wasn't name dropping, dropping but, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> not name dropping but he's the time, guy who took over for greg kinnear yeah <laughs> wait does he do the the new year's thing is he dick clark yeah, he's uh, yeah. the new Dick Clark, but he but used to have the, he's, the, he's the, one, guy. the 135 well, show I would on imagine NBC. a sweet guy wouldn't be in your story. But At I that th- time, he was interviewing us. He was, like, hosting Voice, and then he was yeah. flying to New York to do the Today Show. And sure. he had three children. But anyways, he's Was this guy. right after that whole Today Show debacle? Where they're like, uh, who's our new Matt? Anyways, real quick, I'll finish. <laughs> so I'm getting interviewed, and... Uh, I know Emily's having a really hard time. I'd, I'd been like Skyping with her, FaceTiming with her to go through brewing. She brewed a couple of beers in our little tiny brewery. And one, she was eight months pregnant and had like a whole thing of sanitizer get on her once. So I was really nervous. That's tough. And it was like towards the yeah, end of this whole like sequestering, no phones, nothing, right? So we're not allowed to talk to the outside world. And uh, Carson Daly says at the end of this interview, he's like, well, Evan, I have a special message for you that I think is really going to be important you and i'm like oh no and i they always try to get you to cry that's the whole drama right, sure. all that shit right and w- me and my buddies we'd be like they really like, we'd get back to the hotel we'd be like you cry today we're like nah <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you cry today? no nah, you're nah, not gonna make no. it yeah, you're, you're not right. gonna win so if you I'm don't like, cry i'd fought it off for so long i'm like you're gonna make me cry it's gonna be her like covered in sanitizer you're like please have to come home i can't take this <laughs> we anymore. can't keep doing this without <laughs> you're on board bruno mars is approved and i'm pretty sure our child will have nine feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's and he's like on the micro, Microsoft Surface Pro, you know, it's like some ad. Well, We've sure, got a yeah. video, you know, and he turns it around and turns it on. It's meatloaf. <laughs> Did you cry? No, I, I was like about to cry, and he turns it around, and it was just the most preposterous. He's like, "Hey, Evan, if you don't win the voice, I'm gonna kick Blake's ass." <laughs> I'm like, Excellent. That's, that's Blake Shelton. He's one of the the Shelton brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We've had them on the show. The <laughs> so it's a full circle. He's We're okay. the successful we connected one. Yeah. Back. Anyways. Well done, I sir. Just, I like that, that story. That idea that meatloaf was. I do like that story. So d- have I told you my meatloaf story? 
Oh my God! It's very important. I remind when he everybody. He was very young on Thursday nights. It's his mom very important how it's very important. Fun. I remind everybody how old I am because when I was very young, I was a bartender at a Irish bar in Jersey City that was a college bar on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And this is the time of 100 CD jukeboxes, yeah. and <laughs> your boy had a CD in the jukebox. Greatest Hits, Volume One. And on that was a song called Paradise by the Dashboard, Dashboard Light. Light. And Name one other meatloaf song. Since I was I the... Can, <laughs> I wrote one. I can, I, can, I can tell you a million meatloaf songs, and the rest of that album's fine. But I would here's love my for experience. meatloaf to record Pruno Mars. The song Pruno Mars, not with Pruno But he, Mars. here's my experience with him. Every single group of three or more young ladies would come in, and they'd put their dollar in the jukebox, and they'd play that song. And that's fine. But on a good college night, that was 70 groups, right? So you're going to be like three or four girls, three or four guys, three or four girls, three or four guys. The girls would put that song on. And then they'd sing it to each other after I made them 1,900 pink shots of some bullshit. Yeah. Lemon drops, yeah. No, pink. But if you're actually you not the had guy. not lemonade? Fuck you. Le- there's no lemonade in a lemon drop. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Regular Garrison Keeler. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's keep going. But anyway. Um, <laughs> So, so by the end of any really good Thursday night, I had heard that song screamed two girls to one girl 97 times in a night. And I, was, I just, I, it, it still breaks me. Like, I want to, and the rest of it's kind of like, bad out of hell, all that shit. They would do every single part of it to themselves. Real it, quick, was, it was like a way of peacockery to be like, all right, yeah. we're drunk enough, come talk to us. Real quick, other meatloaf song. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I can is tell you many other meatloaf songs. But basically, what happened? <laughs> is story on that. Even, even, and even, even though I respect that song for how well produced and how well structured it is, when it comes on, I'm like, fuck no. Like it doesn't matter. Like he could be here with us on the show. He'd be like, I'm gonna play one song for you. I'd be like, please not paradise, but that's for me. So, because I toured with him for a while, and he would do that tune. You know, it's this whole dramatic. He has to. Of course, and a whole and dramatic. And you still here as much as I did on a Thursday night in your whole life. Does he touring does he with close him. with that in concert? Um, no. Because when you saw Jimmy up. Buffett, right, in Denver, he closed with Margaritaville. He started with Margaritaville and closed with That's what you told me. I believe you. I just don't remember. But anyways, the first, uh, the first one time I opened for him, uh, before he took me under his uh, meat lo- meaty wings, I was like, uh, I was kind of put off by him because he's a wild, disrespectful human. I'm sorry. Really? Inter- <laughs> sorry, Internet. I mean, Meaty he was so sweet. Sweet to me. <laughs> Meaty wings but, is like a term of endearment. But that motherfucker, also, he says like, shit that would make you uncomfortable. This, Meaty wings was a band out of the late 50s that was really known for doo And okay. named after food. Yeah. Like, oh, Buffalo. They're out of Buffalo, right? <laughs> um, the, uh, that's a do- that is an actual doo center in the picture. But Nobody the, uh, is listening anymore. I know. Good. But, anyways, but it'll be episode two, so it'll be so, fresh to someone. So, Somebody's going to hear this for their only. first episode. No, so it was kind of, the whole thing was kind of gross to me. It was down at Irving Plaza in the city, and it was a little gross, plaza. right? Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to say? Plaza. So you hit Plaza pretty so hard there, Midwest. Midwest. You're from the Midwest. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's always been from the Midwest. I know, but still. Anyway, so. He speaks like an old Southern blues man. I got a little bit of that, too. But the. Uh, so, uh, you know, that that's a big moment, the whole thing. But he's an old, he's a, I mean, he's never been the, the belle of the ball, let's be honest. But he's an older man, and he's doing the whole thing. Compared like, to you, motherfucker. No, I'm sorry. But he's <laughs> on your birthday. Never <laughs> felt older on my birthday. Go fuck no, but he's, he's probably not 51 in your story. Right. <laughs> yeah. But he's, you know, Fun he's going. Meatloaf is still in his late 20s. He's going back and forth with this weird negotiation of 
adolescent sex or whatever that song is, right? And at the and when she like they say yes, you know, I want to know right now. They say yes. he brings out a t-shirt shooter that's shaped like a penis, right? Like a giant penis t-shirt shooter. That's part of the thing. And it has what white color t-shirts are the t-shirts? In it. It has white t-shirts in it. And it I'm like, to. dear. Does it Lord. shoot like? Does it shoot like nine at a time, well, then eight on. at a time, then hold seven on. at a time, then six hold at on. a time? So <laughs> at the pinnacle of one of the most, as you know, it's being played in this this yeah. Irish bar, like the, the pinnacle of one of the most dramatic songs ever written, especially yeah. about this topic. At the yeah. very pinnacle, he steps to the front of the stage, <laughs> cocks the thing, <laughs> pun intended, and, um, <laughs> and he sh- shoots it. And somebody's forgotten to replace the CO2 canister, so literally a, sh- a shirt goes <laughs> and the whole and gun <laughs> barely and the falls. whole gun shrinks into itself. <laughs> no, the T-shirt like barely falls off the end onto the stage. All right, somebody remind me how we close this show because John Hall is not talking again. So you've been listening to Steal This Beer, a production of Steal This Beer LLC. Uh, join us on Patreon at <laughs> your glasses. <laughs> he fogged his glasses. He laughed so hard at that. What's no, Cass I have say? to take my glasses Cass off. Cass is talking to us? No, what's Cass say? He's like, uh, uh, get at us? Or? The worst part get is Cass, Cass somehow says, uh, nails this. He must have written it down somewhere. The trick if is you to give us five star reviews and mash your money, hand against that subscribe you go to button. Steal this beer at Patreon. Let Evan No, you know it. Do you no, know? I don't know. You know. It's patreoncom slash beer. He, like, he does a little like early Jack Nicholson where yeah, he's, I like, like, I he's like when he gets, he does, and he gets in there, and, and then you can email us at uh, Steal This Beer Podcast at gmail.com and That's send the us those. Part. Part. So you, so you saw it just work though. We needed a letter, had a letter, and it got us a whole second there. episode. It was it was it, was, it was amazing. Well, happy birthday, Augie. Cheers Aww, one more time. Thanks, I don't know guys. if this will ever make it to print, as they say, Last but we'll sip. see. I can't believe none of you are drinking something nice. Well, I drank the whole thing. Thanks, thanks for All listening. Right. Hey. It's bullshit. All right. Happy birthday, Augie. Hey, get at it.